All right, great force. So the next part of um, the book titled Wonder, again, remember it's told from Via's point of view. Via is the older sister of Augie. She's in high school and she's telling the story in her voice now. So we ended off last day where she has decided to sort of switch high school groups that she hangs out with and she's hanging out with more of the um, what she would call the smart kids and she meets a boy in this group and his name is uh, Justin. And so she's quite liking hanging out with this group. Now she explains October 31st, which is Halloween, from her point of view when she sees August come home upset. So Granton died the night before Halloween. Since then, even though it's been four years, this has always been a sad time of year for me. For mom too, though she doesn't always say it. Instead, she immerses herself in getting August's costume ready since we all know Halloween is his favorite time of the year. This year was no different. August really wanted to be a Star Wars character called Boba Fett, so Mom looked for a Boba Fett costume in August's size, which, strangely enough, was out of stock everywhere. She went to every online store, found a few on eBay that were going for an outrageous amount, and finally ended up buying a Django Fett costume that she then converted into a Boba Fett costume by painting it green. I would say in all, she must have spent two weeks working on that stupid costume. Uh, and no, I won't mention the fact that mom has never made any of my costumes because it really has no bearing on anything at all. The morning of Halloween, I woke up thinking about grounds, which made me really sad and weepy. Dad kept telling me to hurry up and get dressed, which just stressed me out even more, and suddenly I started crying. I just wanted to stay home. So dad took August to school that morning, and mom said I could stay home, and the two of us cried together for a while. One thing I knew for sure, however, one thing I knew for sure However much I missed Grand's, Mom must have missed her more. All those times August was clinging to life after a surgery, all those rushed trips to the ER, Grand's had always been there for Mom. It felt good to cry with Mom, for both of us. At some point, Mom had the idea of our watching The Ghost and Mrs. Muir together, which is one of our all-time favorite black-and-white movies. I agreed that that was a great idea. I think I probably would have used this weeping session as an opportunity to tell mom everything that was going on at school with Miranda and Ella. But just as we were sitting down in front of the DVD player, the phone rang. It was the nurse from August school calling to tell mom that August had a stomach ache and should be picked up. So much for the old movies and the mother-daughter bonding. Mom picked August up and the moment he came home, he went straight to the bathroom and threw up. Then he went to his bed and pulled the covers over his head. Mom took his temperature, brought him some hot tea, and assumed the August's mom role again. Via's mom, who had come out for a little while, was put away. I understood, though, August was in bad shape. Neither one of us asked him why he had worn his bleeding scream costume to school instead of the Boba Fett costume mom had made for him. If it annoyed mom to see the costume she had worked on for two weeks tossed on the floor unused, she didn't show it. Now, if you remember, his dad was in a rush that morning and everything was a little bit hectic. And his dad was telling him to hurry up and he couldn't get the costume on himself. And so he put that bleeding scream costume on. All right, next chapter is called Trick or Treat. August said he wasn't feeling well enough to go trick or treating later in the afternoon, which was sad for him because I know how much he loved to trick or treat, especially after it got dark outside. Even though I was well beyond the trick or treating stage myself, I usually threw on some mask or other to accompany him up and down the blocks, watching him knocking on people's doors, giddy with excitement. I knew it was the one night a year when he could truly be like every other kid. No one knew he was different under the mask. To August, that must have felt absolutely amazing. At 7 o'clock that night, I knocked on his door. Hey, I said. Hey, he said back. 
He wasn't using his PlayStation or reading a comic book. He was just lying in his bed looking at the ceiling. Daisy, as always, was next to him on the bed, her head draped over his legs. The bleeding scream costume was crumpled up on the floor next to the Boba Fett costume. How's your stomach, I said, sitting next to him on the bed. I'm still nauseous. You're sure you're not up for the Halloween parade? Positive. This surprised me. Usually August was such a trooper about his medical issues, whether it was skateboarding a few days after a surgery or sipping food through a straw when his mouth was practically bolted shut. This was a kid who's gotten more shots, taken more medications, put up more put up with more procedures by the age of 10 than most people would have to put up with in 10 lifetimes. And he was sidelined from a little nausea? You want to tell me what's up, I said, sounding a bit like mom. No. Is it school? Yes. Teacher, schoolwork, friends? He didn't answer. Did someone say something, I asked? People always say something, he answered bitterly. I could tell he was close to crying. Tell me what happened, I said. And he told me what happened. He had overheard some very mean things some boys were saying about him. He didn't care about what the other boys had said. He expected that. But he was hurt that one of the boys was his best friend, Jack Will. I remembered his mentioning Jack a couple of times over the past few months. I remembered Mom and Dan saying he seemed like a really nice kid, saying they were glad August had already made a friend like that. Sometimes kids are stupid, I said softly, holding his hand. I'm sure he didn't mean it. Then why would he say it? He's been pretending to be my friend all along. Tushman probably bribed him with good grades or something. I bet he was like, hey, Jack, if you make friends with the freak, you don't have to take any tests this year. You know that's not true, and don't call yourself a freak. Whatever. Wish I'd never gone to school in the first place. But I thought you were liking it. I hate it. He was angry all of a sudden, punching his pillow. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. He was shrieking at the top of his lungs. I didn't say anything. I didn't know what to say. He was hurt. He was mad. I let him have a few more minutes of his fury. Daisy started licking the tears off of his face. Come on, Augie, I said, patting his back gently. Why don't you put on your Django Fett costume and it's a Boba Fett costume. Why does everyone mix that up? Boba Fett costume, I said, trying to stay calm. I put my arm around his shoulders. Let's just go to the parade, okay? If I go to the parade, Mum will think I'm feeling better and make me go to school tomorrow. Mum would never make you go to school, I answered. Come on, Augie, let's just go. It'll be fun, I promise, and I'll let you have all my candy. He didn't argue. He got out of bed and slowly started pulling on his Boba Fett costume. I helped him adjust the straps and tighten the belt, and by the time he put his helmet on, I could tell he was feeling better. All right, we'll stop there for today.